0: Apple presents events at the Apple Store. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest moderator, Donna Frading from USA Today, and tonight's guest, CEO of Nimbly, Andrew McLeod, and actor and app developer, Julianne Moore.
1: Hi. Hi. Hey, listen, first, forgive me, I'm wildly overdressed. I, am, I, had a, I had a movie premiere tonight, and I have to go to the party afterwards, so that's why I'm, that's why I'm wearing this Valentino dress. I don't ordinarily wear this to the Apple store. <laughs> I'm wearing J.Crew this evening. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I just have to say, I have a two-year-old, and he goes to school, and the kids in school are obsessed with the Freckle Face series. I just told Julianne that. And so it's, I'm so excited to find out more about how you took that character and transitioned... that that idea into the digital space? Well,
1: you know, it's interesting in the book world when you, you know, you publish a book and it's kind of out there for a while and then, and then, you know, after after a few years it goes to what they call backlist and so they're really the only way to keep a book and a character alive is to keep it in schools and in libraries and, 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 um, you know, with, educators, and stuff, but I kind of wanted to take it further because I was sort of seeing what my children, who are older now, they're, they're 11 and 15, were doing. They, they're actually handed iPads when they get to school. They're doing all their homework on iPads. You know, pretty soon, you know, I think they're kind of heading for a paperless education. <laughs> but I, so I wanted to bring, I felt like it was time to bring this character that I love so much and wanted to kind of keep alive into the digital world, and I felt like, you know, making an app was, was a first step toward that.
2: And I was just telling Julianne backstage in the green room that, you know, when my son was born, I was like, oh, kid's book. Hey. So it's so hard. Like anyone who's ever tried to come up with a story for a child, it's incredibly, incredibly hard. So how did you take that character and what considerations did both of you, and this is Julianne's partner, have to have when you created the app?
1: What are the considerations about the character? Well, I think we talked about what we wanted to accomplish in the app. I'm not crazy about um, games for children, just because I, I, I want, we wanted to make sure that we weren't doing something that was sort of mindless entertainment. But I wanted to offer uh, a little bit of a story, a little bit of the message of the books, and then and then a fun activity, an activity that parents would feel good about and that kids could share with others. <laughs> So this idea of, of making, you know, the monster character is the one that appears in the second book in Dodgeball and it has been really popular with kids and that idea that your monster your, is your imaginary friend and that the person who keeps you company or is your kind of alter ego or, you know, is your, or maybe, maybe, they're, maybe they're your inside feelings, whatever, but you're going to create this monster and it's going to be fun and friendly and then you can send the picture to your grandma, you know, <laughs> that's, so that's, that's kind of what we did with it. And, and so when
0: when Julie and I first met, she... And how uh, did you guys first meet, actually?
1: Actually... Is Diana here? Diana's Where is she? There she is. Where? Right there. Hi! Right there. Diana, stand up! <laughs> 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 That's our friend Diana Roden, and she's the reason that I made an app. <laughs> Diana, when I was making Game Change, Diana's married to John Heilman, who's one of the authors of the book Game Change, and we were having one of those conversations on the set, like, you know, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And she's like, well... You know, I one of the things I do is I connect people with content to to people who can make things happen in the digital world. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't really even know what that means, but I want to make an app." <laughs> but literally, I didn't know how how you went about this stuff and Diana said, "I'm she goes, "I'm going to, you know, I have some people I think you should meet." and we had a couple of meetings, and Andrew was really impressive. And, and we sort of felt like that was the best fit. But honestly, if I hadn't I had that conversation with Diana, we wouldn't be sitting here. So we owe a tremendous amount to her. And it's another reason why I should always say to somebody like, hey, what do you do?
2: <laughs> maybe you, maybe some people
1: think it's a rude question, but you know.
2: What, what was your work style like? I mean, do you guys eat, like when you were developing this email every night, do you have meetings every day? Do you go to an office? Like what, how does that work?
0: Well, Julie's the best client ever. <laughs> no, no, we had a great time, actually. So the first part of this was, you know, as, as with any project, it's, it's really educating the client and, and getting to know what, what, is it, what is it you want to build, and then what are the limitations? Because we had to, you know, we had certain constraints. Yeah. Um, so as we went through that process, and Julie was quick, really quick. Playing with different apps, I wanted to do this kind of, but not like this app, and so I'd get lists of apps that we like, don't like, and um, and there was a lot of kind of brainstorming. So there was we spent a while yeah. brainstorming, and then um, as it kind of as the idea came together, we began talking about how we want the animation to look, and it was it was, it was what was it? I wouldn't say it, it kind of we wanted it to have kind of an indie kind of you know n- not polished but yet yeah. Multiple stage More like animation. Stop Not action as smooth. kind yes. of animation. Yes.
1: but An old fat old fashion like old say, say old-fashioned Disney animation where it's drawn frame by frame rather than Pixar where it's all kind of very smooth and computer looking. We wanted to take the picture book and animate it as you'd kind That's of imagine me. it animated. And this is my Monster Maker game. That's my daughter. <laughs> 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 Hi, it's really I'm Freckle yeah. Strawberry. I have red hair and freckles, and I'm seven years old. What's your name? So, yeah, you go ahead and say what we were... Um, so, so, we wanted the, the children to have... So, the, the, the
0: intro talks um, about the character that comes out of the books. And this is where we wanted the kids to interact with the animation. So, it's not just sitting here and consuming. It's also um, different points, you know, typing and writing. So... Here you just type your name. Nice to meet you. And do you have freckles too?
1: He doesn't have freckles. (laughs)
2: So
0: this is so when we recorded this, this was. You want to talk about how live?
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, so I we were trying to figure out what we were gonna do with the with the voice. and I and I said, oh, I think my daughter should do it. She was ten at the time. And I said, Liv, do you want to do the voice of Freckleface Strawberry? She was like, yeah. And then I thought, oh no, she's never done any voiceover. I don't know if this is going to work. And I was I was sort of nervous. And we literally did it at my dining room table. Andrew came over with his colleague Lauren, and and we all we said, here, right Where, Where's Lauren? Where are you? Hi. <laughs> so and we all sat there just the four of us and Liv had her headphones on and I thought you know and she was kind of scared yeah. I mean she was really terrified it was very grown-up and it took a few minutes for her to, a few, to warm up to it and then suddenly she was really able to do it and it was exactly what we wanted and 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 it was it sounded like a little girl and it sounded real it didn't sound like someone who had a lot of experience and it you know sounded like a kid so we we kind of got exactly what we wanted. And then my daughter had a great experience, too, because she was able to do something that was really grown up. When I said to her, you know, the first session was three hours yes. or something. It was long. And it was very long. And I said, that was, you know, that was real work. And she goes, Mommy, if that's real work, I would do that all day.
2: Aww.
1: <laughs> so it ended up being positive for her. Yeah. She
0: was a natural. Yeah. I wonder where she gets it. <laughs> so... This is the interactive part. So there's a little intro that t- explains about the, um, the story and Freckle Face Strawberry. And then we get into actually interacting with the app. So you select your body. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's cute. You Aww. can swipe it to pick a color. So you swipe through. Yeah. And you get a pick. People
1: tend to prefer furry to scaly, <laughs> I find. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, but Andrew went with Scaly. Okay. I know. I, yeah. I Make your monster freckled, <laughs> like mine or striped if you want. Yeah. Touch your monster to add freckles or stripes. We had silly things. Like initially, we we had add spots or stripes. And I was uh-huh. like, please, can we change that? Let's change that to freckles. I really feel like the freckles, you know, because that's the whole idea with the book. And how, yeah. how protective are you of the brand? I, mean, I don't want to say brand, but yeah. brand. Yes. I mean, it is yes. a yes. brand. Very, yes. very protective, actually. I mean, I do feel... You know, what's so funny is that after three books, I think say things like, Freckleface wouldn't do that. You know, <laughs> you know Freckleface is not afraid of monsters. Freckleface is afraid of balls. Like, I know what Freckleface's rules are. And, and I think we want to keep um, an integrity to her and an honesty to the character because kids understand that. And I think parents respond to that, too. And, you know, she's a regular girl. That's, that's sort of the, the mm-hmm. deal with Freckleface.
2: What's, for both of you, what's your biggest turnoff with any app? Sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I,
0: I would have to agree. I, I think, and that was one of Julie's big thing. I don't want it to feel as if you're, we're, we're selling anything. Yeah. I want it to be entertaining and also um, have an have a, a, a emotional component, a learning yeah. experience
1: and that's one of the reasons I wanted the app to be free too because I, I feel like as a parent you know my kids are like mom can I have this app and I'm always like is it free yeah. <laughs> which is a terrible thing to do but but I think I don't want them just like you know spending 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 um, and, and I, I so I wanted to build goodwill you know it's a it's a way to bring the character into the digital world to and to not ask for any money and to say like this is something I want you to enjoy and I, I hate those apps where it's like you play it and then you're like well but if you want to play yes, if you want to bake a bigger cake yes. yeah then buy some baking powder yes. and and, I, and I'm like you know oh come on it's so so we what we wanted to kind of stay with this
2: and I'll ask you one more question before we turn it over to the audience how do you see this growing do you want one app a year do you have ideas for further apps
1: <laughs> we do have ideas for further apps yeah <laughs> Lots I'd like of ideas. To, yeah we do have a lot of ideas I'd like to um, I'd like to keep the character going. You know, I want her to be what I'd like her to be. Ultimately, is a sort of a, a, a trusted brand in the app world that, that parents and kids know that they're going to get something that's entertaining and fun and educational and good for them. Not in a you know not in a let me jam the education down your throat way, but but you know, in, in a way that we can all feel like that's it's it's something that we're all right with watching our kids play with.
0: We've spent a lot of time thinking about what's next. Where, what direction do we want to go? And actually, we've spent, since this has been so well received and, and we've gotten a lot of user feedback, it's helped us kind of figure out what, what works, what people want, and, and we're close to making some big decisions.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have some questions.
0: Hi, Julian. I'm Evan, by the way. Hi, uh, Evan. For the movie *Crazy, Stupid, Love*, what was Steve Carell and Jonah Bobo like from your point of view?
1: They are great guys. Steve is one of my favorite acting partners ever, and Jonah is a great kid. He lives here in New York City, and he was—he's also a wonderful actor. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, my name is Jesse. I have a three-year-old granddaughter, and um, she loves uh, Toca Boca apps. And uh, I think this is much more creative and interesting than any of the Toka Boca apps that she plays with. Thank you. I'm going to take it's a look a at Toka Boca. I don't know Toka Boca. Go- They're not like it's not gobble. like Tokidoki. I know Tokidoki. That's different. Okay. I can tell you guys this
2: app is a million times better than all the truck apps that we've downloaded. You know, of find the dump truck, find the fire truck. What noise does the fire truck make? So, well, thank you so
1: much.
0: I just want to ask, who did the illustrations?
2: Ah,
1: our, my illustrator, Lewin Pham, who is such—she's so terrific. And when I was um, looking for an illustrator, when I, you know, first um, wrote the books, um, she was the only one I wanted. She had done some—just she—she works in many, many different styles, but she would published a book called Big Sister, Little Sister that I thought was absolutely fantastic. And so I was so thrilled when I got to partner with her. And she—she she was the one who did all the all the illustrations for this app.
2: I have a quick question for Andrew. How much of a perfectionist is she? Uh, Does she keep you up every no, night? Not like, no, not at all. Not at all. not at all.
1: Yes, <laughs>
2: yes.
0: There were many, many, many exchanges. <laughs> and we became very, very good friends yeah. during the process.
1: Yeah.
2: Hi, I'm Natalie. Um, currently the app is iPad only. Are there any plans to bring it to iPhone? Because I work as a nanny, and I know that the kids I work with would love it. But... Not only do I not have an iPad, I probably would not be comfortable handing it to a three-year-old. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. It was supposed to be ready yes. right now, right? It's
0: very, it very soon.
1: It was supposed to be today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, clients. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I It
1: Was supposed to be today. Well, you know what's so funny is that I the the premiere that I just came from is a movie called What Maisie Knew, and the little girl there's a little girl as the lead in it, and she's seven years old, and she doesn't have an iPad either. And I said, oh, 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 check your mother's iPhone. It's supposed to be ready. It's supposed to be ready. We did it. No results found. I was like, I'm (laughs) going to let you know. Email Andrew. Yeah, that's right. Email Andrew. But yes, it's supposed to be ready today. It should be ready shortly. But yeah, that's sort of, that's our next move. Because it's true. Kids, that's, you always have your phone, you know.
0: What lessons did you take from creating stories for children that sort of impacted or informed how you approach a script as an actor?
1: Oh, that's interesting. Um... You know, it's funny. People will always say, did you write these books for your kids? Or are these about your children? And and the thing about writing a kid's book is that, and and just about any children's book author will tell you, they're really writing their own story. that's the embarrassing truth freckle-faced strawberry is you know that somebody wanting wishing her freckles would go away that's me being afraid of of dodgeballs and you know and but not afraid of monsters that's me and best friends forever kind of a, about a friendship between a boy and a girl is really a metaphor for marriage <laughs> <laughs> so you know as you're writing these things you kind of think uh, you don't know what you're writing and then you go like oh okay that's it's that's a, that's my story and when you are working on a script as an actor you're also looking for some kind of truth in it like what's the real story what's the what's the thing in there that we relate to because you know what's most you know, my, what I found writing books is what's most personal to me is what's going to be most universal that's going to be what children respond to because there's something real in there and that's the same thing that you're looking for in a script that kind of very very personal thing that becomes the, the universal truth thank you hello um, I was Hi. just wondering,
2: is there like, is there like an artistic element to creating this app for you in the same way creating a role is?
1: Surprisingly, yes. I think that's what I that has been the biggest surprise for me about writing these books and doing this app how satisfying it is and my husband said he's never seen me promote anything so heavily <laughs> you know just in conversation i'm like do you know i have an app it's free it's free do you download it do you have any kids do you have any grandkids do you know any kids i mean it's constant it's it's really i've never i've never been like this in my life about anything so yeah it is very close to me creatively artistically and i and i kind of it, it's it's almost it's almost easier for me to promote it. it. like Because when I'm acting, I feel like it's like right on top of me. I have a little distance from this. It's like we've created it, but it's out there. So I feel
2: easier like telling people to download it. <laughs> All right, and let's do one more question to wrap this up. Do you see this as a movie? And if so, is it a live action or animation?
1: That's a good question. I would ultimately like to have a television show. You know, and the more I think about it, I don't know that it necessarily needs to be a, um, something on network television or, you know, I, I feel like there's also a lot of a lot of room in the digital world for webisodes, for webisodes yeah. and that kind of thing. I think this was our, our first foray into animation with the character. I've always felt that she kind of could exist in in a in a narrative like that, so so I think we're going to see where this goes. And yes, I would. I don't think it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think live action. I've always thought animation for her. But yeah, you're very astute.
0: <laughs> Close.
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you, Julianne. Thank, thank you, Andrew. You thank so you so much. Thank you. Guys. you guys. Thanks for
1: having us. Thanks for coming. <laughs>